Hi, I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be how do I handle my wife's mockery and condescending attitude? Well, I've got to email this particular guy. He's 48 years old. He's been married to his wife for 23 years, and they have two kids, ages 16 and 11. And so he, I don't know how long he's been reading my book, 3% Man. I think he's been through it once or twice. But he admits that he stopped, he doesn't say how long ago, but at some point he stopped dating and courting his wife. And he says the reason is because as they've gotten older, as he says, quote, they've got, she's gotten meaner, nastier, and more disagreeable. And so she mocks him, she's got condescending insults. And so he's got three things that he's proposing to try to set and enforce some healthy boundaries. So... This is not somebody that's just started dating a girl for a few weeks and you just, oh, she belongs in the streets. It's easy to say that for us because we're not in the situation, but he's got 23 years, got a couple kids, they live together, a lot of history. So it's easy for us that are not in this situation to say, eh, kick her to the curb. But so like, what would you do? If, what, if, what would you do if you're one of those guys that finally starts waking up after a couple of decades of being with somebody and going, what the hell happened to my life? Who is this person that I'm living under the same roof with? She's not even nice to me. Why am I putting up with this? And unfortunately, millions and millions and millions of guys are just totally beat down in life and in their relationships. And this Unfortunately, this is their reality. All you got to do is go out in public and you see a couple bickering. They're both overweight, out of shape. They, they look the same. The wife's cut all her hair off. She wears no makeup. She's overweight. She's wearing a uh, big baggy t-shirt with an arrow that says, I'm with stupid. <laughs> it's unattractive. Bad attitude. Scowl on her face. Constantly complaining. Constantly glasses is half empty kind of person it's like you feel bad for these people it sucks but it's like so what do you do if you're one of those guys that's in the situation because again it's just easy to go because he's got kids and if he's going to give her the benefit of the doubt give her a chance to clean up her act earn another chance or keep him around if you will how do you handle it so let's go through his email he says coach i'm struggling here I'm on my second reading of 3% Man. I'm 48, married 23 years, two kids, 16 and 11. Done plenty right and plenty wrong following your methods. Well, I don't know how long you've been following them, but if you've been following for a long time and you're just now getting around to reading the book the second time, it's like the, the video I did yesterday, same thing. You've got to participate in your own rescue. So if you've been following me for years and you're just now getting around to reading the book, you're not a serious student. That's reality. The biggest wrong is having stopped dating and courting my wife. I can fix that. However, the main reason I stopped courting is over the past few years, she's gotten meaner, nastier when we disagree, and more and more disagreeable. So typically, when a man is not handling things in his life, in his relationship, and he's, especially when he's displaying weakness and the woman loses respect for you, She's going to be disrespectful and disagreeable and condescending and bitchy because, quite frankly, you've demonstrated multiple occasions that you're a doormat and she can get away with it. And after 23 years, this is not something that just started in the past few weeks or past few months. This is something that's probably been going 
going on off and on for the majority of the relationship and as the years have gone by and you haven't taken care of the things you should have taken care of as a man she's only going to get worse because quite frankly you sit there and you take it and every single person that's watching this video has some guy that they know it's a friend or a family member that's in a relationship and all they do is just constantly get berated by their wives or their girlfriends we all know these people and you know what do they do they do nothing they just sit there and keep taking it Thank you. May I have another beating, my, my, my majesty, your highness? Many of our disagreements are rewarding my family's, or many of our disagreements are regarding my family's business, for which she feels entitled to full disclosure, or my relationship with my 80-year-old widowed handicapped mother, for whom I am, only, I am the only remaining child and caretaker. My mother lives independently but needs a thing or two occasionally. I run the family business from her home as we did prior to my father's passing. It doesn't take much for my wife to mock or attack me or my mother personally. It's probably on some level if you're not dating, courting her, and you go over and you spend time with your mother, she's probably thinking, he treats his mother better and he treats me and I'm the father of his kids. This is how a lot of people react. A lot of women react. They complain. They insult you. They belittle you. They, they make themselves feel better by tearing other people down. I just saw that when I was, I was going through some of the comments on YouTube. Some dude was disagreeing with, with me about something I said in a video. But he's being a fucking dick about it. It's like, I, I'm not here to be your punching bag because you feel like shit or something I said triggered you. Or you're soft or because you're mad or you're butthurt or you don't agree with my value system. I'm here to teach. If you want to learn, great. If not, I'm not here so you can kick me to try to feel better about your shitty life. That's the bottom line. That's, unfortunately, that's the way human beings are. They tend to project. If somebody's not in a good mood or they're not happy, they want to dump that on somebody else that they can blame. And, oh, if that person's bad, then I'm good. We all do it. He says, the first time it happened was about three years ago, and I told her to go to her parents' house for the weekend. She did, and I accepted her apology. And any time after that, you should have done the same thing with her. Since then, her personal attacks, mockery, and condescension has happened more frequently than I would like, probably once a year. I withdraw telling her that her behavior has to stop she rarely apologizes, but finds something I have done and blames me. At the end of the day, if she's getting upset about your mother and pissed, you know, again, just like I said in the beginning of the video, if you're not dating and courting her, because if you love your wife, you're going to date and court her always. The courtship never ends. There's a chapter in my book. And a lot of people give me shit. They're like, well, you haven't been married for 20 years. Coach, who are you to be giving advice on marriage? It's like, well, guys do the same two things because I've done tens of thousands of phone sessions with dudes over the years in long-term marriages or relationships. They all do the same thing. Either one, they're not making her feel heard and understood. They're not communicating properly, and so the legs close. And number two, they stop dating and courting her. That's it. Just because you're married doesn't give you some special exemption that you don't date and court your wife. Women know that if you love them and you care about them, the romance, because women want to be in a love story, is always going to continue but no you don't sit there and take beratement and condescension 
and insults. You got to call people out and set and enforce healthy boundaries when somebody's being abusive towards you. And if you call them out five times in a row and the sixth time in a row, you let them get away with it, you don't say anything, now you're inviting more of that. So you have to be consistent when it comes to enforcing healthy boundaries. You can't be like, oh, I just don't want to deal with it today. I'll just, oh, I don't want to piss my wife off. I've got lots of friends that have been married a long time. They're the same way. I don't want to piss my wife off. I don't want her mad at me because then she'll be mad all weekend and she'll ruin the whole weekend. I was like, man, what happened, bro? 20 years ago, what happened to you? You used to be the man of your house. Now you're like one of the children. Like, come on, bro. But people do it. <clears throat> and so obviously she's hurt and she's mad. You stop dating and courting her because she feels you don't love her. And if you're not spending time dating and courting her and then you spend all this time over at your mom's place, she's like, you care more about your mother than you care about me. I can understand why she would feel that way. However, it doesn't justify her being a ruthless cunt to you, a nasty bitch. Take your pick. He says, my question is how to handle this. You got to set and enforce healthy boundaries consistently. And you have to date and court your wife. You can't stop dating and courting her. Because if you don't date and court your wife, guess what? Eventually, some other guy will. He says, I've stayed for the kids, but can't handle the disrespect. I'm torn between your teachings of being centered, don't let it move you, and she'll only respect you with a strong masculine response that lets her know what is tolerable. It is not something I believe anyone should tolerate. Well, obviously you are. You're allowing her to continue to kick you and you're down because you're not doing anything about it. That's why she gets bitchier and angrier because no amount of disrespect from her other than maybe once a year causes you to stand up to her. And if she's been doing this every year and you only told her to leave once three years ago, it's like you're giving her permission to continue to do it to you. No one will ever do or say anything to you that you don't invite them to do. Weakness always invites aggression. All we got to do is look at Ukraine and Russia. Look at, and then you see the thing with Taiwan and the, and the Chinese mainland. The Chinese want to retake Taiwan. But after seeing what happened to Russia and Ukraine, the Chinese are going, ah, it's not so easy. He says, I'd like your advice on this plan. Number one. Calmly telling her words are not tolerable any longer. Yeah, you, you can't sit there and just take abuse for a year and never, never stop her once, never call her out on it. That's just stupid. So you got to participate in your own rescue because whatever you tolerate, you invite more of. And so obviously we know you're not dating and courting her, and, but we also know that you're not setting and enforcing healthy boundaries consistently. You're like occasionally doing it. Probably when you get to the point where you can't take it anymore and you blow your top. Number two, asking her to move out until she figures herself out. Well, you gotta act like a man consistently and you gotta set and enforce healthy boundaries. But if she's belligerent and she's abusive, and she won't stop. And you say, you need to go to your parents' house. It's like, I'm not going to put up with this shit. And if it doesn't stop, then we're going to get divorced. I'm not going to live like this for the rest of my life with being your kicking or punching bag because you're having a bad day or you're upset or you're mad at me about something. We're in this to be teammates, to raise, to raise great human beings, have a great family that we're proud of so our kids grow up. And we can enjoy our golden years together, or maybe apart, and just gloat 
and beam about the pride of what our children grew up to be. We're not supposed to be enemies. Number three, if she won't move out, I will focus on myself and kids while preparing to divorce her if I don't feel she has gotten the message. I think it's a great plan, but you, he says it's complicated and he helps appreciate it, but you got to call her out 100% of the time, not 99% of the time or 95% of the time or 50% of the time because you do it once and then you let her get away with it next time, your words are meaningless. Your masculine core is weak. You're soft. You're squishy. And if she allows you, if you allow her to get away with it, she's going to do it again. So you're creating this. It takes two people. And so your wife's out of control, but you've enabled this behavior for many years. So you got to nip that shit in the bud. And when I say read the book 10 to 15 times, guess what? I mean 10 to 15 times. You can't follow me for several years and go, oh, yeah, I'm getting ready to start the second radiator book, but I'm still having problems. I don't understand why. You're half-assing it. You're cherry-picking. You might get some sustainable occasional success if you cherry-pick, but it's not going to be attainable. You won't be able to maintain it, and that's what you want. You want to come home to a beautiful wife who's your joy, who jumps in your arms. It's like, hey, baby, how was your day? How was your mom? I hope she's well. We should get together and do a family dinner on the weekend. Those are the kinds of things you want to hear. Not like, oh, you're paying all this attention to your mother. Oh, you love your mother more. You love your mother and your children. I can just imagine the arguments and the things that she says and the insults. It's like, it's like, we, again, we all know dudes that are just absolutely beat down by their women. They're terrified of, oh, I don't want to piss my wife off because the whole weekend's going to suck. So I'll just be a pleaser and hopefully I don't piss her off and walk on eggshells. It's a bad, bad way to go. But I like your plan, but the important thing is you got to actually stick with it. So you got to lovingly and calmly tell her what you want, but you also got to start dating and courting her properly. You guys need to have some serious, long conversations. I would, you know, when I say serious, it's like you got to be able to listen to her. It's like, ask her, why are you like this all the time? Why are you so mean all the time? You're not even pleasant to be around. And when I, when I think about coming home after work, I go, I'm not really looking forward to this. It's like, you got to be nice to me. I want to come home and be excited to see my wife instead of like, oh, God, I got to deal with the bitch again. That's not fun. But you got to talk things out. You got to get her to talk and communicate. And if she's belligerent and abusive, you ask her calmly. And then if she won't, leave the room, go do something else. Tell her to go stay with her parents. So you're just not going to put up with it. And if she won't stop, then you're going to find somebody else. You're going to divorce her and you're going to find somebody else to help co-parent your children you got to let her know that you're serious but you've already done it once so far but when she's wrong she's got to apologize you got to take ownership as jocko willing says you got to take extreme ownership that's what i would do if i were you but i think it's a good plan but you got to actually your words and your actions must match you got to do the things you say consistently again you can't vacillate because vacillation is weakness and if you're displaying weakness, your wife's not going to trust your masculine core. And she's going to be bitchy and angry with you because you're just simply not manning up, dude. That's the harsh reality. So if you got a question or a challenge and you'd like to get my help, go to understandingrelationships.com. Click the products tab at the top of your screen and book a coaching session with yours truly. Until next time, I will talk to you soon.